Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. It's not Tuesday, not Wednesday, not Thursday, but it's Friday. It's St. Patrick's Day, uh, so if you're uh, not wearing green, you're going to get pinched. Don't you come over and pinch me because I'm going to give you something like you can feel in the words of In Vogue. This be your boy, Eddie Cooler. Welcome to another action-packed episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Uh, this is our four-year anniversary. Wow, it's crazy to believe that four years ago, myself, the Almighty Be Live, the Money Man, Scotty D, we embarked on this journey known as the Sports Bros Podcast. But just to let you know, our supporters and our haters, we ain't stopping no time soon. Um, this is not going to be a typical episode of the Sports Bros Podcast due to obligations that we have throughout the week. But nevertheless, we took time out of all our busy schedules to um, give you some content because that's what you come here for. That's what you come here for. You come here to get some good content by the fan, for the fan, not controlled by any network. We're just letting it fly, but we're being so respectful as we can. We're going to lead off with the money man, Scotty D, and hear his thoughts about a lot of things. And following up is the almighty B-Live. Um, and then I'll come in on the back end. There's a whole lot going on. It's the month of March. We got March Madness. The free agent agency period in the NFL is kicked off. We got Major League Baseball. The World Baseball Classic coming around the corner, uh, being played right now. And Major League Baseball coming around the corner as well, too. Uh, hopefully throughout the season, we'll get our baseball guy, Hunter Simboli, on the show so he can talk some um, baseball with us as well, too. Stay tuned. Sports Bros Podcast. Leading off right now is the money man, Scotty D. All right, let's get this thing started. Here it is, the top of the order. What's going on, world? This be your boy. No, I don't know. Wait a minute. What's happening? What's going on in the world? No, 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 no. Let's try this. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Yes, sir. This is the Money Man, Scotty D, and this is a four-year anniversary for the Sports Bros Podcast. Yours truly, Eddie Cool and Be Live, have now been at it for about four years. So to my partners, congratulations, and to those who have been Hanging out with us, following us, listening to us, following us on Facebook, all that fun stuff, participating in our choices of the voices on a weekly basis. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. We're not ready to slow down just yet. We're just getting this thing going. So thanks for sticking around with us, everyone. Um, The big story this week, obviously, is March Madness. We're getting March Madness underway. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But uh, once again, the NFL kind of steps in and steals the spotlight. It's the free agency week. And all that good stuff. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, blah, blah, blah. I'm skipping right on over that stuff. I don't want to talk about those guys. It's 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 just been being done to death. What I do want to talk about is my partner, something 
near and dear to their heart, and that is the Carolina Panthers. They are active. They are getting after it this offseason, but they really flipped the NFL upside down last week when they made the big trade to acquire the number one pick overall in the NFL draft from the Chicago Bears. And who would have thought the most, maybe the most important man for this NFL offseason is none other than Lovey Smith. Now, bear with me here. On the final game of their NFL season for the Houston Texans, with just minutes left to go in the game, Davis Mills is the quarterback's name in the Texans. Uh, he leads it, – it, they actually – they led a drive. The Texans had a drive. I think they converted two fourth and longs in their final drive. And Davis Mills throws a touchdown to Jordan Akins. This is against the Colts. And instead of kicking the tying extra point, Lovey Smith goes for two, same Mills to Akins, and they get it, and they win 32-31. Lovey coaching for his job. And, of course, on his way out of the door, he screws the team because they fire him right after that win and cost themselves the number one pick in the draft. So they slide to number two. Chicago moves up to number one. And Chicago already has the guy that they think is their quarterback. So there's no quarterback to be taken with the first overall pick. Chicago, they need to move out of that. Houston could have been sitting pretty, had their choice of anybody. But Carolina... Steps in, jumps in the mix, and evidently they feel that their man is out there because they gave up a ninth, their ninth pick. They flip flopped at the 61st pick overall, a 2024 first rounder, a 2025 second rounder, and their electric wide receiver, DJ Moore. All this in hopes to get, well, actually, not in hopes to get, well, in hopes to get who they believe is their franchise quarterback, CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Is that what they gave all that up for? Very interesting. Very interesting to see if this pans out. Because it looks like Carolina, they, they're they trying to get in and get some wins this year. They're not waiting. I think they just signed Miles Sanders, if I'm not believing, the former Eagles running back. Uh, they're looking to make some moves. They signed uh, Andy Dalton to play the quarterback. Here's what I would have done if I'm the Carolina Panthers. Because I personally don't think C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young is worth moving all the way up the board for it. Maybe they do. That's a lot to give up to get one of those two cats. When on the horizon is Caleb Williams, or even better for Carolina, North Carolina product, Drake May. Those guys are coming out next year. I think I would have said, thank you very much, and run with P.J. Walker or Sam Donald <laughs> and just tried to get myself in the position of getting that first-round pick yourself next year. Or being in the top couple, or next year moving up, if that's the case, wouldn't it be ironic if Carolina ends up drafting one of these two guys, and they were terrible, and they went all the way to the first-round pick next year, only to not get it because Chicago has it again? Wouldn't that be crazy? Anyway, the Carolina Panthers are all in trying to trying to build their future and do it quickly. And um, it remains to be seen. Um, there's a lot going on in the NFL. The Bengals, I think, made just an, uh, a big-time move because all the time, uh, all last season, me and the bros, we were talking about how Joe Burrow needs more protection, and the Bengals went out and signed left tackle Orlando Brown to a huge deal, four years, $64 million, 
to protect the blind side of Joe Burrow. So evidently, that's what they felt was their, their biggest need was to beef up that offensive line. I, I'm guessing they're probably not done doing that. I think they'll probably add more players to that line. But free agency and draft is just around the corner. Free agency just heating up right now. Um, I do want to say, uh, no, I talked about their favorite team. I, I, I got to make a quick... Uh, a, a quick reference to my own favorite team because something pretty significant happened with the, with the Dallas Cowboys here on Wednesday afternoon. Not a surprising move, but just just to kind of go what into what a typical offseason for the Cowboys look like. They they lose in the playoffs. Uh, Mr. Jerry Jones expresses that we're disappointed. We're very disappointed. Um, he then answers questions about not making any coaching changes. The arrow points up. My arrow is pointing up for McCarthy, Jason Garrett, Wade Phillips. He believes in them. He believes in Tony Romo and Dak Prescott to take us where we want to go to the Super Bowl. This is all part of his uh, the, the weeks that follow the the big disappointment. Uh, then around combine time, he'll start uh, letting the press know and the media. We'll look at anything we can do to improve this team, even if it means signing a big free agent. And then once free agency rolls around. It's the same thing. They don't sign any big free agents. They they don't go out and get anybody. Instead, they kick the can down the road. They re-sign their own guys. They restructure. And then they release. And that leads us to what happened on Wednesday when Ezekiel Elliott was released. The Cowboys made the move. Uh, um, they kind of foreshadowed the move. The, hand, the handwriting was on the wall this week. Uh, we knew Tony Pollard got the franchise tag for $10 million. He outshone Zeke throughout the entire last two seasons. Uh, Zeke is a three-time... I, I got to tell you, uh, it, it's definitely the right move. I, I wanted them to do this, but when it actually happened, I felt a little bit sad. And here's why, because Zeke, despite playing with... Uh, d- despite having a bad knee the last couple of years, he had a bad... Uh, MCL this past season, the season before PCL. He, he has not been himself. His production has fallen off majorly. But the guy still grinded it out. He still was good in short yardage situations, getting into the end zone and putting his nose down and blocking. And he was really a very a professional when it came to all the chat about Pollard being better. You didn't hear anything about Zeke. You didn't hear any bad bad news coming out of his mouth. You didn't hear him trash talking or not necessarily trash him, but just not showing much attitude or anger that he was being overlooked. He kind of took it as a pro. He kept it in stride and put the team first. And for that, I got to give him the, give, give the guy a lot of credit. He was a special player for the Cowboys for, for quite a few years there. He's a three-time pro bowler. Uh, he finished as the Cowboys' third all-time leading rusher behind only Emmett Tony Dorsett with 8,262 yards. He had 68 rushing touchdowns and caught another 12 for touchdowns. And he burst onto the scene in in his rookie year in 2016 when the Cowboys were coming off of a bad season. And that was the year that Tony Romo had gotten hurt and they decided to, to, to go with Prescott. And the, the offensive line was open to hold for Zeke. He was setting up the 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 play action for Dak. And the, the Cowboys had an, an excellent year that year. Losing in the, of course, losing in the playoffs to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the divisional round. Nonetheless, that season, uh, one of the one of the best games I've ever watched was 
during week 10, the Cowboys defeated the Steelers 35-30. to And Zeke put on an absolute show that day. He had three touchdowns, 209 yards from scrimmage. And when the game was was on the line late, he had a 32-yard touchdown run up the middle, uh, scoring with nine seconds to go. And it was one of the great moments as a Cowboy fans I've ever seen, uh, watching him uh, head up the middle and put the Steelers away. Uh, so I had a lot of fond memories of Zeke. You know, I didn't love the 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 feed me thing he did and the 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 belly shirts and the crazy hair. I didn't love all that. But when it came time to to put on the helmet and getting out there, Zeke really got after it. So I got to tell you, I, I think he's uh, most Cowboy fans. I think would probably feel similar to me and think that you know Zeke had a special place in all of our hearts. So uh, I hope he does well moving on. I really do. But it, it actually was time for this move to be made. So no hard feelings towards Zeke or the Cowboys for this um, for this separation. All right, now I'm not going to go too much into March Madness, but I am going to just quickly tell you my thoughts on it. I can't wait for this tournament uh, to get started. Uh, we're actually already underway with the the first four. And as a Pitt fan, I had a thriller on Tuesday night with a one point win over Mississippi State. Mississippi State had the ball in the air for the winning shot, and it bounced off the rim. And Pitt survived and moves on to take on Iowa State. Um, I, I, as far as the Final Four going, I'm going Texas, Gonzaga, Arizona, and Kentucky in my bracket buster bracket. Uh, Kentucky's a six seed, but I'm going to go with Texas to win the whole thing over Arizona. That's going to be my pick. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm I'm positive that, those, uh, that I'll probably be wrong all four. I think I had one in the Final Four last year, and... So uh, I don't have a whole lot of hope, even though this year I watched a lot more college basketball than previous years. And I really do like UCLA, but I'm just not trusting their injury situation. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they, they had a couple injuries that cost them in the Pac-12 championship against Arizona. I don't know if I trust their guys to be back for the second week to, to, of, of, the, uh, of the tournament. If they can get through the Sweet Sixteen, I, I don't know, but I, I loved, I've loved UCLA all year, and now I'm just concerned with their injuries. So I actually have Gonzaga beating them, and Gonzaga for the first year in a while being kind of under the radar, but they have a little senior experience. Timmy, Timmy's back, and I'm riding them into the Final Four. Okay, uh, this bothers me. Uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels started the season as preseason number one and did not make the tournament. That's the first time that ever happened, and then. Then they turned down an invitation to play in the NIT. I guess that's beneath North Carolina. They said, this is what they said, they were going to look towards the future and start working on the future. Get out of here. The NIT is being played. The first four is being played. Do you think Carolina is running drills? you think they're running plays and practice? Do you really? Uh, no, that's not happening. Some of these guys won't even be there next year. These guys were in the Final Four last year, and they didn't feel like playing the NIT this year because they really sucked it up during the, the course of the regular season. They had a, ter- a terrible stretch in there, and then they, they lost their final game to Duke, and then they, they stalled out in the ACC tournament. No, they're not practicing for next year. They're not looking ahead and working on next year. No, they're not. They're just too good to play in the NIT. So now I have to root against North Carolina all the time, because that really made me sick that they did that. Anyway, okay, one final thing here before I say goodnight and wish you all a, a happy March Madness. But um, as far as the NCAA tournament goes, this is going to be the final one 
for Jim Nance. Hello, friends. Jim Nance has been doing these games, I believe, 30 years, and he said it's time for him to spend more time with his family. Um, he's only 64 years old, I believe. He's he's not like uh, at the complete end of his career. We're not. He's not completely going away. He's still going to do the Masters, and he's still going to do uh, football, NFL with Tony Romo. He's still partnering up to do that, but I guess... He felt he needed a little bit more time away from sports, so he's he's stepping away from college basketball, at least from this. So Jim Nance is just one of those dudes that you, I guess I just always thought he was going to be there forever doing these tournaments, and he's been fantastic. So I'm going to savor the last uh, the the last call from Jim Nance here on this last one. So uh, congratulations to that dude for being an incredible broadcaster doing doing sports all these years. And I do look forward to hearing him call the Masters uh, once again this year. All right, so that's all we got for this week. I know this was a little bit of a different episode. Life takes the unpaid podcaster in different directions. And the three of us, um, although we've been doing this for four years, there are time to time that some different things crop up on us. But to both of my partners, um, just want to say thank you for uh, being there for me week week after week. We do this thing. We were always texting each other the latest news to inform each other what's going on and while we're watching different events um we're we're, we're constantly in contact with one another and, and sharing our thoughts and it's actually you, you get you get about an hour to an hour and a half of us uh once a week but we actually have some some very creative funny things that go on amongst the three of us throughout the week and i really enjoy being part of this uh, with you guys so happy anniversary eddie Happy anniversary, be live. Uh, this is also probably a really good time to uh, for us to do our reveal that going forward we're going to be called uh, Scott Donnelly and the Sports Bros Podcast, or Money Man and the Sports Bros Podcast. We're not sure we're settling on that name yet. But um, love you guys. Remember, uh, God loves you and so do I. And that's all I got for you all this week. Happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. We'll see you next week. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? This be your boy, the Almighty. Be live, and this is the four-year anniversary of the Sports Bros podcast. And you know what? We talked about it for a long time. Guess what? We're here for the fan, by the fan. And this is how we're going to do things. This is madness, baby. Absolute madness. I've been studying. Oh, man. I've been studying and trying to figure out how I'm going to do this bracket. I'm only going to do one bracket this time. I'm only going to do one bracket because... Any other bracket, it'd be meaningless. Wouldn't even matter. I'm going to pick one team to win it all. And then I'm going to work my way backwards. And after it's all said and done, we will see how it goes First off, first off, 
before we even get started, <sighs> my beloved Clemson Tigers, they didn't make it in, and all of the fandom, all of the fanfare and all that, it doesn't matter, Clemson didn't make it. They're the number one seed in NIT, and it is what it is. Because you cannot lose to a Louisville team that finished the season 4-28. You can't do it. I don't care how many ways you want to put it. We got screwed, no, yes, whatever. We beat NC State not once, not twice, but three times. NC State made it in and Clemson did not. It all comes back to this. Clemson lost to a 4-28 team. That's where it started. They also lost to... And 11, and you know what? I didn't even research it. Loyola, Chicago, Mother Mary, Mother of Grace, all the things you want to pray about, we lost to them. And for the love of God, we lost to the game check. It is what it is. Let's go win the NIT. That's all that matters. What else? What else can I say? March Madness is upon us. And I picked one team to win it all. It even pains me to say it, but I picked the Texas Longhorns to win it all. I watched game after game of all these other teams and everything, but I watched as Texas manhandled the Kansas Jayhawks in the Big 12 Championship, and they looked tough. So, I picked Texas to win it all. You know how I put Texas in the championship game against? Oh, it really hurts. The Duke Blue Devils. Duke is hot at the right time. I think Duke will run the table. All the Dukies out there celebrating the fact that University of North Carolina didn't make it in there. It is what it is, whatever. North Carolina didn't make it. Clemson didn't make it. We here now. But I put Duke in the championship game against Texas. Work our way back, but we're about to find out. We're about to find out. It's madness, baby. 
<sighs> now that I got that out of the way, let's talk about the NFL. Let's talk about how the NFL and ESPN, they have an agenda. They're here to entertain. I'm not even, I'm, they're just here to entertain. Oh, educate and some other ease that the head of creative wants to create and whatever. No, no, no. ESPN doesn't do that. They have an agenda. They want to pick pickpocket everything that they try to do, whatever. Yes, whatever. We're not here for the ratings. We're just here as a fan. And the fans are pissed off. We don't care. Choose where you want to go and what you want to do. And we'll figure it out from there. <sighs> NFL. Get it together. Just get it together. Free she just started. All the trades, all the picks and everything. I could talk about this all night, but I don't want to because I don't think it's fair to our listening audience. I don't think it's fair at all. I don't have my bros with me because life ain't fair, but it is what it is. And we're going to give you episode 195 because we are here for the people. Lamar Jackson, as much as I want you to get paid, get, please, hire an agent. I got an agent on my mind, Joel Turner. Lamar Jackson, if you're hearing this podcast, if you hear me right here, right now, Joel Turner will sit you right. Fully guaranteed, I know what you're fighting for. It would be nice for the NFL to take care of their players, but we're all we're almost there. We're but but uh, we're we're a year out. We're a year out. I would love to see a little bit more action, but it it is what it is. What I want to see right now is what the Panthers are about to do with their newly acquired. Number one draft pick. We shall see.
That's all I have to say. I guarantee you, next week we're really going to dive into it because we'll see a little bit more about this, a little bit more about that. This week, we're fans. We got to see my boy Scotty D's Pittsburgh Panthers. Eek! The game out. And find a way into the big dance. That's why we're here right now. Because life was a curveball. Episode 195 of the Sports Pros Podcast. The four-year anniversary version of the Sports Pros Podcast. By the fan, for the fan. We're going to give you something every single time. We just could not bring it to you together. Just because we're trying to be on the come up. And this is where everything changes. Right here, right now. Do you believe in us? I hope you do, because we will not stop. On behalf of your boy, y'all mighty be live. On behalf of the money man, Scotty D. And on behalf of the head, and I mean head, the faux head. I had to throw that joke in. But the head of creative, Eddie Cool, we are the Sports Bros Podcast, episode 195. We'll see y'all 196, 97, 98, 99, and the infamous episode 200, and that's H-U-N-N-I-T 200. And we will be together very soon. The Almighty be live. Signing out. Yes, sir. promised i am back and i'm going to go ahead and uh have my 15 minutes or 10 minutes or six minutes if you will and um talk about a few things that i've seen in the world of sports um some housekeeping notes uh first and foremost it will not be called scott donnelly and the sports bros podcast i don't know where the hell he gets that idea from and um, also, the four E's in no particular order are engage, enlighten, 
educate and entertain. Those are the four E's in no particular order. I damn near jumped into pepper, but I ain't, we ain't got no pepper points this week. Um, enough of my incoherent rambling. Let's get right into it. Um, March Madness is here. My brackets in the garbage. Yeah. Virginia, you lost. You let me down. Arizona, you lost. You let me down. Iowa, you lost. You let me down. So at this point, at this point, my brackets are in the damn garbage. Only did one, but I, I'm done. I'm done. On to some other stuff. Uh, it's shaping up to be a real good tournament, and um, I'm picking Duke to win it. Duke looks good. Um, Duke is getting hot at the right time. See, it's all about timing. All about timing. It kind of reminds me of that run that uh, UConn had when they won it all. Um, those many years ago. So uh, let's go ahead and hop into NFL free agency, if we will. Um, before the free agency period really kicked off, the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears, they swapped picks. Carolina Panthers gave up a lot to get this year's number one, um, number one pick spot. And it goes a little something like this. Um, the Carolina Panthers trade away the 2023 ninth overall pick in this year's draft, as well as the 61st pick in the um, this year's draft via the, um, we got that pick from the San Francisco 49ers when we uh, traded away Christian McCaffrey and they got us, gave us that in exchange. Also, a 2024 first rounder from next year, a 2025 second rounder, and DJ Moore. And in exchange, we get this year's First round pick. Um, I understand it. I was kind of heartbroken at first because I'm like, you know what? I like DJ. DJ was really rounding in the form. If you ask me, he's definitely a top uh, 10 receiver in the league. And I think he was going to make that stride to become a top five wide receiver in the next few years. And um, he's done a lot with a lot of instability at quarterback. So I have to give him credit for that. Um, I still remember that catch in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. PJ to DJ. If DJ would have kept that helmet on, probably would have, would, have, would have been a whole different story. Steve Wilson would have had a job, but you can't have the pass too damn much. All right? So, if you ask me, Eddie Cool, who do you think are the Panthers going to get in the draft? Let's see. We got C.J. Stroud. Um, we got Bryce Young. Will Levis. And Anthony Richardson. There's a whole lot going on. There's a whole lot going on. We're trying to win now, build now. We got new Frank uh, head coach Frank Wright. He's a quarterback. Um, he know what it, he know what it takes to win. So uh, first of all, I'm gonna commend my Panthers for doing a great job for having such a ballsy move and just making this happen as quick as possible. Um, we want to win. and We want to win now. And I'm trying not to break stuff in my humble abode. Casa de Coupe. That's neither here nor there. Um, if you ask me, I want C.J. Stroud. I want C.J. Stroud. I understand that Bryce Young is more pro ready. And um, it's the size that gets to me. But then again, that didn't stop Doug Flutie nor Drew Brees. But Drew Brees was an exceptional talent. And the same can be said about Doug Flutie because Doug Flutie won a bunch of great cups in Canada and transitioned to the NFL and had a pretty decent career. And Drew Brees as well, Drew Brees, one of the top, one of the best passers in the history of the National Football League. So go ahead and give me C.J. Stroud. I like what I see in him. I really do, so give me him. Anthony Richardson, not as much. 
Um, yeah, you can have a 40-inch broad jump, but bruh, how's that going to transition into Sunday where you have athletes that can catch up to that and probably can jump higher than you? Linemen, linebackers that can jump higher than that. So, I mean, you know, just because you can do stuff good in shorts and a T-shirt doesn't mean they're always transitions to the field on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, or whenever they decide to play football in the National Football League. Um, also, some notable losses due to free agency of the Carolina Panthers. Um, Dante Foreman, who was uh, a pretty good running back for us last year, uh, replacing Christian McCaffrey. I hope we will get him back, but since we signed Miles Sanders, yes, we signed Miles Sanders, um, that made Dante Foreman expendable, and he goes to Chicago. Um, also going to Chicago is P.J. Walker, one of our former quarterbacks. He's going to Chicago as well, too. And Sam Darnold returns to the West Coast as a backup for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm pretty sure Sam is happy to get back on the West Coast after spending so much time um, through the abuse and torture of Adams. I got them ball guys, Gase. And it's turbulent time in Carolina as well, too. Um, also, we signed Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. Yeah, you hear the uh, excitement and aesthetic in my voice about that. It's to serve only as a backup role. That's it. So this will be Andy Dalton's second NFC South team in his many, many seasons. As I mentioned, we got Miles Sanders, who also had 1,000 yards last year. And um, on the defensive side of the ball, we got Von Bell, uh, who played in the secondary for the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the top in the league, top guys in the league to do that. And one of my personal favorites, Hayden Hurst from the University of South Carolina. Be live, stop cringing, chill out, tranquilo, calm down. This is a good move for us. This will be a good time for you to cheer for a game cop because Hayden Hurst is good. Um, he was good at his time during South Carolina. He bounced around from Baltimore, then from Baltimore to Atlanta. Then from Atlanta up to Cincinnati. From Cincinnati, now he comes back to the Carolinas. And um, hopefully he can be the answer that we need at tight end because, you know, you got him and Tommy Trimble and also Ian Thomas, who took a pay cut to stay as well, too. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about the NFL draft. March Madness, I'm going to try to watch as much as possible. Uh, don't forget, we got the XFL going on. Shout out to the Almighty Be Live for putting together those XFL videos. They are great. They're wonderful. They're beautiful. I get all kind of compliments on them. And um, shout out to you, the listeners, for coming to check us out every single week for the past four years. Um, Be Live told me <laughs> earlier about a listener's like, hey guys, where's the podcast? Don't you worry about it. It's here. It's here. Um, as we mentioned, you know, everybody's on the come up. We have things we're doing individually, but collectively we'll always be the Sports Bros Podcast, making things happen, living out dreams, and doing this for you, by the fans, for the fans. Um, four years, wow, a mighty long time. Um, maybe one day we'll make a episode, a special episode, a what do they call those? Not Easter eggs, but ah, damn it, the term escapes me. Um, a special edition episode of the Sports Bowls podcast where we kind of tell the story of the Sports Bowls podcast. And hell, we got enough content. We can give you the best of the Sports Bowls podcast. And um, that'll be coming down the pike really, really soon. Um, for the Almighty Be Live, the Money Man Scotty D, this be your boy, the head of creative here, Eddie Cool at Sports Bowls podcast. And in closing, do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice for someone else. They're greatly appreciated now more than ever. 
be a blessing, not a burden. And if you're out here drinking on St. Patrick's Day, by the time this podcast drops, you done had your kegs and eggs and corned beef, and you're probably asleep. Sleep that mess off. And if you got to go somewhere, please, 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 Uber, Lyft, Taxi, Uncle Jim, somebody other than your drunk behind, get behind the wheel. See you next week for another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Hey, it's Eddie Cool here from the Sports Bros Podcast. And do you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life? Wait a minute, don't answer that. The answer is yes. And I know you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life. Do us a small favor. Go to the description box, click our link tree link, and you'll see all the links on how to follow the Sports Bros Podcast. Once again, thanks for listening.